Special shout out to today's episode to SeatGeek. We recently partnered with them to become a brand ambassador. What does that mean? Well, for you, it means you get a special discount when you make your first ticket purchase with SeatGeek. With my code, InjuredListPod, you will get $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a ticket purchasing app that takes all the confusion out of buying tickets to your favorite sports, concert events, and more. They score each ticket on a scale of 1 to 10 to help you know if you're getting a good deal. Green is good, red is bad. My followers get $20 off their first ticket purchase using my code, InjuredListPod. Click on the link in the show notes and browse for your favorite events. Your next big night ever is waiting, and they have the tickets. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Injured List Podcast. Your source for all sports injury topics. For the weekend warrior to the sports fantasy guru, we keep you in the action and out of the injured list. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the host of the Injured List podcast, Brian Scott. Mitchell Robinson of the New York Knicks returns to the lineup after being out for a few weeks with a fractured hand and then suffers a fractured foot, which required surgery. He is now out for the season. We'll get into that in more detail. Also, defenseman for the Florida Panthers, Aaron Ekblad, has a gruesome leg injury, which then required surgery, and he too is out for the season, and we'll talk a little bit about that as well. So please stay with us right after these messages. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Sean Colas with the Perkentile and Creamery. We are the premier coffee, ice cream, and dessert bar in the Charlotte metro area. We're thrilling people with our amazing interior design, our incredible customer service, and the quality of our offerings. We have a beautifully designed 1920s mercantile-themed monochromatic throwback where people feel excited by their surroundings and blown away by their treats. We're great for business meetings, families, couples, and you. Ask about our room rentals for meetings, events, or parties. We're nestled next to the Concord Mills Mall behind Verizon and in the same building as McAllister's in Concord, North Carolina. If you're in the area and you're listening to this right now, get in your car, drive over to the Perkentile, mention that you heard us on Brian Scott's amazing Injuryless Podcast 2020 and receive 25% off your purchase. Hey guys, are you looking to avoid injury when it comes to your finances? Talk to a professional who can help. Whether you are looking to get your financial house in order or simply looking for that second opinion, visit TrustTreeFinancial.com and schedule your free virtual consultation. Once again, that's TrustTreeFinancial.com.
You're listening to the Injured List Podcast with your host, Brian Scott, your go-to resource for all sport injury-related topics. For show notes and other resources, visit theinjuredlist.com. Now, back to the show. Julius Randle had just 13 points. Robinson looks hurt, Mike. So he did not make it up the floor. R.J. Barrett shot blocked by Robinson. Looked like he turned his ankle, folks. So he's had trouble with that ankle. Yep. Tries to defend that shot. Won't go. Burks has it. They're going to have to get him out of there. He's trying his best to try and walk it off. Sometimes you can run off a little bit, but Tom Thibodeau is going to use a timeout and bring him out. Can't remember. That's the right ankle. Is that the one that bedeviled him before? I'm not sure. Well, take it back to the first half. Watch Robinson here as makes contact with Julius Randle. Watch the right hand. And it was announced early in the third quarter that Robinson has suffered a fractured. So there you have it. In that first video clip, audio you heard was uh, the foot fracture that Mitchell Robinson sustained uh, just last week. And then in that second clip was actually the hand injury that he had. And that was nothing too serious. It was a metacarpal fracture, which is basically the bones that make up the bulky part of your hand just before the fingers start just after the wrist joint. And to be honest, a lot of those fractures don't require surgery. You can tolerate quite a bit of deformity there, actually, without having to have it surgically repaired. The only thing that is the problem is that it's a fractured bone. So either way, you're looking at anywhere between six to eight weeks for it to fully heal. In most cases, though, with that injury, uh, a lot of times, if they're healthy, patients will have quite a bit of uh, healing in about four to six weeks. So I don't think he missed too much time with that. Unfortunately for him, however, when he came back, to the lineup, he only played in maybe a few more games, and then he had this foot injury. And this was much more significant, reason being he had an injury to the fifth metatarsal bone, not metacarpal, metatarsal bone, which is a bone in the foot, similar to the position of the metacarpals in the hand. However, this is in the foot. And what will often happen in athletes is they will sustain what's known as a Jones fracture. And a lot of people will confuse a Jones fracture for any fracture in the fifth metatarsal bone, and that is just not true. A Jones fracture is a very specific type of fracture within the metatarsal. It happens in probably elite athletes, probably more so than the general population. It usually requires a specific mechanism, some type of rolling of the foot with a little bit of rotation, And the reason it's called the Jones fracture is because of the location of the injury. It is in a specific portion of the fifth metatarsal where there's not a good blood supply to the bone, what we call a watershed area. And as a result, there is a higher chance of what we call a non-union or the bone doesn't heal. And this can be as high as 15 to 30% in these particular types of injuries. And so in elite athletes, what they will typically recommend is surgical fixation right away. The reason being is you basically minimize their downtime and help kind of speed up and promote good, nice, uniform healing across the fracture site without even having to worry about the possibility of a non-union. You're compressing it usually with some type of screw or some type of hardware, and that has a pretty high success rate with regard to healing of the bone. So it's usually just faster and easier to do surgery to fix it. Of course, anytime you do that, you're still relying on the bone to heal itself. So you're still looking at about six to eight weeks of downtime. So for that reason, 
Mitchell Robinson is likely out for the rest of the year because I don't think the Knicks, even if they do get into playoffs, will not likely go far in playoffs. So the chance of him actually coming back to complete the rest of the season pain-free and healthy is pretty slim. And this is a big deal because uh, apparently he's up for contractual negotiations, and this could really play into whether or not the Knicks try to keep him around or if they look to trade him or move him. So we'll see how this plays out. But uh, an unfortunate news for him. He was having a good year. Unfortunate news for the Knicks. They could really use their big man down low. He was uh, pretty good on the defensive end of the floor and uh, was pretty solid with a pretty high field goal percentage offensively. Uh, you know, He picked up a lot of the scraps and cleaned up quite a bit under the hoop. So unfortunate loss for them. Um, next, we're going to get into Aaron Eckblad. So listen to this clip of his injury, and then we'll go into talk about what he had happened to him. Turned it over. Three on three. The Stars can race. It's Como behind. Oh, there's an injury. Oh, there's behind. a bad injury, and it's Aaron Eckblad. Oh, he is in a tremendous amount of pain. Man, that's awful. He's in all kinds of pain. They're gonna, they're gonna need more than just training staff for this. Lindell went in and his leg just buckled underneath of him in an awkward collision down in the corner. Stretcher's on its way out and. That is a truly awful sight. Yes, an awful sight indeed. And if you watch that video replay, it is not for the faint of heart. His leg basically got caught up underneath him in a very awkward position. And his edge got kind of caught on the ice, but also on the back of one of the opponent's skates. And he kind of landed with all of his body weight directly over that leg. And it kind of twisted awkwardly underneath him. Based on the mechanism and what I've heard in reports, it sounds like he probably had some type of tibia fracture. He was immediately taken for surgery. He'll be out, uh, they said, minimum of 12 weeks. And I'm not sure if that means 12 weeks before he can actually return to competition or if that's out 12 weeks before he can actually get up and start skating again. It's hard to say. Uh, I didn't get that detail of the reports or I haven't seen that detail of the reports. But if it is a tibia fracture... Hopefully, it was a straightforward one where they were able to just basically put what's called an intramedullary rod down the tibia. And we've spoken about this in some previous episodes where we've discussed tibia fractures. When Alex Smith originally had his surgery with the Washington Football Club, he originally had his tibia fracture stabilized with uh, an intramedullary rod or a titanium rod. And this is very common for tibia fractures. And looking at Ekblad's injury, it it would appear that this is what he had. So even with the rod in place, you are allowed to start weight-bearing relatively quickly. The, the rod is designed to be what we call a load-sharing device where it does share some of the load, but not all of the load of the body when you're walking on it. And typically, it allows you to get back to walking and weight-bearing much quicker. But still, in order to get on the ice and do what these guys do and be to a competitive amount of um, ability and function, you still, it's going to take you several months, 
before you're completely back. So the 12-week time frame, although it may seem long, is not probably not until he returns to hockey activity, which makes complete sense from what I can gather uh, from the information being put out there, which is not much. They just said lower leg fracture. They didn't go into detail from what I've read in the reports about what specifically. But looking at the injury and watching him uh, on the replay sustain it, uh, it looks pretty classic for some type of oblique or spiral type tibia fracture. Sad thing is if you listen to that replay, if you listen closely, because there's almost no fans in the stands due to COVID, you can actually hear him screaming in pain. You can actually at one point, if you listen really close and you turn up the volume, you can actually hear him say to the training staff when they got out to the, uh, onto the ice, you can almost hear him say, um, I definitely broke it and it hurts so bad. Um, so you can imagine the amount of pain he was in. Uh, he's a solid defenseman for Florida and has played with them for many years. It's an unfortunate end to his season. He had been having a very good year. He was one of their uh, more valuable players. So, you know, these things happen. It's a free kind of accident. Uh, you know, in hockey, you have to always be careful when the skates get caught in the ice like that. Your lower legs are definitely at risk for injury. It doesn't happen that often because these guys are so skilled at their level of their skating ability that they don't usually catch edges like that. He just got spun around into the boards and had a really freak thing happen. So it's an unfortunate injury. Hopefully he'll bounce back with no long-term effects. And we'll keep an eye on that injury uh, as it uh, progresses and as he returns to the ice, hopefully in the near future here. So thanks again for joining us, everybody. Hope you got some information out of tonight's episode. So don't forget, stick around um, every Tuesday or every other Tuesday right now uh, on Facebook Live at 8 p.m. I'm a guest on my good buddy's show the Devil's Advocate Sports Talk live on Facebook at 8 p.m. on Tuesday evenings. So if you missed the episode last time, stick around because next Tuesday will be another episode. He's been going every other week right now just because football season's out of commission. But, you know, with all the other sports going on, there's still plenty to talk about. So tune into that show if you guys have any suggestions or want to bring up any topics. It's a show all about the fans for the fans. So don't uh, hesitate. Feel free to participate. All right, guys, take care. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you soon. The Injured List Podcast is proudly sponsored by TransitioningVeteran.com. Founded in 2008 by a former enlisted armed service member, Transitioning Veteran provides free information and resources to help guide past, future, and present service members through the transition process from active service to civilian life. This free website provides links, articles, and general information about the services available to members of the armed forces and their dependents. It can be a daunting task searching for pertinent information in today's technological age. TransitioningVeteran.com hopes to provide a centralized location for the many resources that are available to military veterans, from education benefits, employment opportunities, to medical benefits for both military members and their families. Make TransitioningVeteran.com your go-to resource. On behalf of the Injured List podcast, we thank you for your service. And through our partnership with TransitioningVeteran.com, we hope to give back to the military community. You're listening to the Injured List Podcast with your host, Brian Scott, your go-to resource for all sport injury-related topics.
For show notes and other resources, visit theinjuredlist.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.